1: What's up, guys? This is the Talking the Star podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesy, joined by a very special guest as Dalton Miller, as I'm sure all of you have heard, seen, or read his work before, if you're a fan of the show, uh, is with us today. Dalton, we had you back on right before Halloween, and the vibes were pretty good then. We were talking about this team um, being one of the best in the NFL. And before we get started, we're going to play a little game today, but before we get started, where are you at on this Cowboys team as Week 18 approaches?
2: Yes, yeah, so um, if you guys go to ProFootballNetwork.com, uh, you can see my power rankings and you can see where where Dallas is ranked in that. I, I think that there are seven really good football teams out there. Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, uh, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Dallas. I think those are the seven teams that are, are legitimately good football teams. I think Baltimore could have been a part of that. The problem is every single one of their wide receivers gets hurt. And then they also lose Lamar Jackson. So they're having a a tough time in Baltimore. But so I, I really think that you can look at Dallas as one of the top three teams in the NFC for sure. And I think that they're one of the best teams in the NFL. I think the only issue is the weird ass turnover luck. And we all know by this point, how I feel about Dak Prescott. We know how you feel about Dak Prescott But even looking at it as critically as I could, and I did this for a piece for Pro Football Network about his interceptions, a lot of it is just some really, really weird stuff. And then, like, you get the fumble, snap, like, that worries me going into the playoffs just because it keeps happening. And you just keep waiting for them to regress to the turnover mean and for these weird turnovers not to happen. But they keep happening. And then I sit back and I look. And they're still first in turnover margin, so they still get the ball from other teams whenever they want to. It's ridiculous. They lead the league in creating turnovers. So I, uh, I I'm really feeling. I'm feeling kind of good about this team. In the end, it's an eventuality. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Probably not going to make the conference championship. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. That's what it is for us at this point. Um, but I think if we get this pass rush going a little bit, it'll help everything out. Um, seems to the ball out really quickly. I think that nation Wright's done a better job than, than Kelvin Joseph, but you guys know, I, I don't really have a ton of faith in him either. So it's going to be an offensive, uh, offensive thing. And if they have a, a not so great game in, in the playoffs offensively, I don't think that this defense, unless it gets three or four turnovers, gonna be good enough at this point with all the injuries.
1: So you're pretty much you see it eye to eye pretty much like I do. Um so I just I think they're you.
2: probably yeah I just think they're probably the 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 third best team in the NFC with a healthy Jalen Hurts um with the potential to be the second best uh, I keep waiting for Brock Purdy to fall off a cliff because he's Mr. It's Irrelevant gonna, but it's it gonna just,
1: happen. It's it's like it, it
2: has to happen. It, it has, it has to. to but like the thing is, when I sit down and I watch the tape, like he's he's actually not playing bad, and and it's amazing because like I I didn't like him as a prospect, but you get into that offense, and even if after you lose Debo Samuel, it doesn't matter because you just start to actually use George Kittle in the offense a little bit. It's it's been wild to watch, man.
1: It's kind of crazy because you you go through this and looking at the NFC picture, and the game we're gonna play is gonna include a lot of this NFC picture here in a second, but um, we and. and let me – I should have started the show with this. Um We talked a lot last week about the playoff picture because the Tennessee game was kind of up in the air at that point where it was like, who's going to play? Doesn't really sound like Tennessee's going to try to make it a game. Um, And that's kind of the same boat we're dealing in now with Washington coming up. I mean, they're eliminated from the playoffs. They might throw Sam Howell into the mix. Either way, that team's just a mess hey, right Sam now. Sam Howell might be their best quarterback. Right, and that's that's – Unfortunately, sad. (laughs) Well, fortunately for the Cowboys, but unfortunately for them, very sad. Um, So, again, I'm not going to spend – we're not going to spend 30, 45 minutes talking about the Cowboys potentially resting some guys heading into week 18, depending on what the score is, against the Washington Commanders B team. So, we're going to play a game that's going to take up most of the show. But my question to you, as we see very eye-to-eye on the NFC picture right now, kind of you in Dallas is that second or third, potentially first if the Brock Purdy regression comes um and, and the injuries continue to mount up and, and slow the Philly down. But one word, I don't even want you to explain yourself, but one word. What is your biggest concern for the round for round one of the playoffs? Is it the turnover stuff on offense or is it the defensive regression? You gotta pick one. What's what's the bigger concern for you right now?
2: Aaron Rodgers. That That's my biggest concern. Dead that, that ass. That, that's it. That's it. I just don't want any anything to do with Aaron Rodgers. I
1: said round one. They, they won't even play Rodgers round one.
2: They could play Rodgers in round one if they get the seventh seed because Dallas is still in play for the second seed as well. If Philadelphia loses oh, and San Francisco true. wins, Dallas is in the second seed and then we got to deal with our bane. Aaron Rodgers in round one. And and that is, that is it. That's what I don't want to see. That's what that's, that's it. You know, more than the defensive regression without LVE and, and without um, Anthony Brown. It, it, it's that I, I just, I just don't want anything to do with Aaron Rodgers.
1: Well, that was not a choice. So you have to pick between the offensive turnovers and the defensive regression.
2: It's, it's the defensive regression because when you look at the offense, even with the turnovers, they're top three offense in the NFL and without the turnovers defensively, they're like twenty fifth in EPA. So it, there, it is a massive. They're still sixth in EPA per play defensively, even with right all of the the the, the bad play recently. Um, but it, it's it's very very much lower when you look at it without turnovers.
1: Yeah. No. I, and I'm with you. I mean, it's kind of it's almost. I mean, again, we talk about this all the time, but like it's kind of crazy how more people are concerned about the turnovers than the. Defense stuff. And and again, like you said, like it's obviously a concern at this point, because whether it's weird shit, whether it's, you know, Dak making a bad read or bad throw, whether it's a snap, not getting into the hands of the quarterback, like it's a bunch of weird shit that needs to stop happening. There's no one denying that, but it's like every other drive, like every drive, but the turnover drives they are scoring points. So I kind of just like it matters, but I'm not concerned as the defense like struggling against. Gardner Minshew and, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has been good, but struggling against some of these quarterbacks they've been struggling against. That's where I'm like, yeesh, this, this is going to be bad. Even if it is Tom Brady and the Bucs, like that's their get right game at this point. So. Support for this show comes from Sylvan
0: Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team.
1: But that's going to lead us into what this show is going to be about. Um, we're going to play a little game, and we are going to take one player from any of the NFC playoff picture teams. And just for people listening doesn't have this pulled up in front of them, this is from Philadelphia, San Francisco, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, New York, uh, Giants, I guess I should add. Seattle, Detroit, Green Bay. So we can pull any player from any of those rosters to add to the Cowboys for the playoffs. Let's fight about this because I feel like, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are listening to this and going, oh, it's definitely Nick Bosa. Like he's, he would change things. But then what we were talking about in the, the green room before the show is, Sure, we'd love to have Nick Mosa, but does that matter if your corners can't cover or teams can continue to run the ball on you, whatever that is? So, Don, what are you thinking? Oh man, you why don't just, we just why don't we just you, rule out teams altogether of who we have no interest in taking a player from? First?
2: You you just said something that completely changed my answer. You you just said something that completely changed my answer. Are we going right, back so to Vita Veiline? no, 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 no. <laughs> Um, I I do love Vita Vea, but that that is not where I'm going here. Um, You know, I I thought about Carlton Davis, but Carlton Davis just isn't as good as some of the other corners uh, in the, the, uh, the NFC here. Um, I I thought about Darius Slay, but I I think that Jair Alexander, even though he hasn't had a a fantastic year, um, we saw what he can do, uh, especially when he is able to talk. Um, He got into Justin Jefferson's head early and, uh, pretty much shut him down so I think he would be a great answer but that's not who I'm going to go with you said something that completely changed my mind you said something about teams running the football and when you said that
1: I immediately thought what you're taking Saquon Barkley
2: yeah 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 I'm I'm, I'm taking a running back so (laughs) we have three good ones um (laughs) no um I am going to go with Fred Warner Wow, that's who I'm going with, and uh, I'm not a huge off the ball linebacker type of guy, um, but but I I think that he's that important, and I, honestly, I I think the big thing here is LVE's injury has been massive for the Dallas Cowboys. It it has really really hurt them because LVE was having his best season since his rookie year. And now he's got another neck injury and I, I, I just, I don't expect him to be back at all. So I, uh really? yeah.
1: Even after the reports from yesterday, what was the report yesterday?
2: I must've missed so, it. Sorry. There was a lot going on yesterday. No, no,
1: no, no, that gives us, that gives us a good point to bring this up. So Jory, um, yeah, yesterday was hectic and obviously yeah. out to Demar Hamlin. Hopefully, you know, he's, back on the field here soon and just able to get out of the hospital and live his life. Cause that was absolutely one of the scariest things I've ever watched on TV. Um, but so Jory Epstein reported yesterday that as I dig through and look for this tweet. Um, so he said, she's reported that LVE was feeling good. I'm looking for the tweet, but said that, um, he won't be playing this week against Washington. The tweet reads, Cowboys linebacker Leighton Van Der Esch Stinger will rest the regular season finale, he confirms, remains on track and eager to return in the playoffs. Okay. So does that change uh, your pick then?
2: No, it still doesn't. Honestly, it still doesn't. Um, and, and it doesn't because he's such a weapon yeah. in coverage. So what that allows you to do, if you really, really want to, is you can run a bunch of cover six, to To uh, that side and leave um, either safety or Trayvon Diggs uh, on an island on the backside and in, in the deep third, and you can help out Nation right a little bit. Um, you, you need to do something, um, and to be able to delete the middle of the field when it comes to passing the ball is is obviously huge. Um, but defending the run is massive, um, especially for the Cowboys. We've seen that be their Achilles' heel, um, and even with LVE healthy. Uh, we, we still need a second linebacker because Anthony Barr is in quicksand at this point trying to move. Um, and, and all of the young guys just aren't quite there yet. So I think that he would make a massive difference. Now, Jair Alexander being able to, you know, kind of delete another half of the field would would be big. Um, but I really just didn't want to have the same answer as you, to be honest.
1: I know there's going to be, because I'm with you. I, I, I do think it would be Jair Alexander mainly because I mean I know there's so many people right now just punching air that we didn't say Nick Bosa but I just feel like we've seen
2: I've done I I did a a massive massive thing on pass rush versus coverage this year uh, before the season and I've always been on the pass rush side But the more data I comb through, the more data I comb through, the more it was obvious to me that if you can't cover, it doesn't matter how good your pass rush is because your pass rush might get pressure on 30 to 35 at most, if you are the absolute best in the NFL, 35% of the time. So what are you doing? What are you doing the other 65% of the time? You have to be able to cover. Right. I certainly don't trust Nation right to do that.
1: Um,
2: But Fred Warner kind of helps you out in multiple ways. And I I felt like you were going to pick Jair anyways. So I I let you do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just, I just think you add Jair and you got, I mean, you got Trayvon on one side, you got Jair who could travel inside out. I mean, we've seen Trayvon travel some too. And that just, you know, I think that with that, you can then add another player into the box that might be able to help with your run game. And, and, you know, some of that quick game stuff. So I, you know, again, I totally, I love Fred Warner. Um, I just, I think, you know, you're, you're going to be going up against it. And, and even though they don't look the same, you're going to be, your playoffs is going to be Jalen hurts, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. It's going to be um, Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You know, it, it's if you're going to have to go through some, some pretty elite at one time or, right now playing really good ball quarterbacks and receivers. And just think that that, that coverage aspect once. And the crazy, I've talked about this on tour too. Like it's not like Anthony Brown was lighting the world on fire. Like I've never been a huge Anthony Brown fan, but he's been better than I think people him credit for. But this year he was not playing well. Like I thought this was the worst year he's had in the last two or three years. So yeah, yeah. that's just crazy. Is like, you already weren't getting good play from your cornerback too. He gets hurt, and then somehow it got drastically worse. And I, I don't. And that's blame.
2: and that's the thing we always talk about that you know these guys as not good as they are, right. they're starting for a reason, and it's because they don't have the guys behind them to start. The only exception to that would obviously be at running back, but they're different players, so there's that.
1: I mean, the the crazy thing is is like looking at this and playing this this game like. You, you mentioned Darius Slay. Um, you mentioned, um, who else did you, Oh, Carlton Davis. Oh, you know what another
2: good answer Very would be? Cool and I didn't I mean. even think about it because I didn't think about it at all. Justin Jefferson. sense of line, Lane Johnson. Dude, I mean, a healthy, also, a healthy Lane Johnson.
1: Andrew Thomas. Yeah. I mean, Trent Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Oh what yeah, what am I thinking?
2: Trent Williams. Yeah. But I think There's right so tackle's many, I think I mean, I, yeah, I think right tackle is a bigger issue, so I would go with Lane Johnson. But yeah,
1: I mean you're you're absolutely right. I Trent's the
2: better. Trent's probably uh Trent I don't know. I think Lane Johnson's the best right tackle in the NFL and Trent is the best left tackle in the NFL, so
1: Yeah. Uh. I mean With Tyler Biotish, you know, you're looking at some of the centers as well. It's, it's Uh even like, let's just think about, and I know this is probably the week you, you don't want to, but like, let's just think about Justin Jefferson on this offense. Like that's a name to consider. I just again going back to it, I think the defense I
2: can't I don't need to add any more name any more weapons. I'll I'll bolster the offensive line, but I, I don't need to add any more weapons. I even though I don't love our receiving core, it, it's proven to be more than enough. Yeah. I mean Which is is weird to say because it's really not a good rule. <laughs> receiving core. But uh CD's been fantastic. The the young tight ends are are making me feel good about letting Dalton walk at the end of the season, even though I love I love Schultz uh, it's it's not worth paying him at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean I do think Jefferson deserves more consideration than we've given him just based on the matchups you'd be looking at. Like yeah, I mean get, I think he's the you best play. Wide I, th- I right. think he's the best receiver in the NFL, but No, it- I I'm 100% with you. So just imagine Cowboys Packers. Jair travels with CD Lamb and does what he did to Justin Jefferson last weekend. Do we have faith in those other weapons to come through at that point or I I mean, mean,
2: we would still have CD. So, well, no, I'm saying,
1: no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if Jair takes CD out, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 like then you're then you're just
1: looking at a Ty Hilton and Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz and Jake Ferguson in the
2: running. Listen, Ty has has really been fantastic since coming in. He's made a massive difference. And you know, I wish they play
1: him. I mean, he needs to overtake Gallup snaps and Noah Brown snaps. Yeah, I
2: mean I think he's just getting getting worked into right, the right, offense right. a little bit, but but I, I think yeah, he's been fantastic. He's brought an element to the offense that they previously didn't have. So
1: Yeah. No, without a doubt. I mean, I don't know. It's it's just when I was thinking about what we were gonna do today, because I really didn't want to talk about the Washington Commanders for 30 minutes. Nah, absolutely years, not. So, you know, again, it's you got probably the guy who's gonna Cowboys fans are gonna throw stuff at me, but Nick Bosa probably Kind of overtaking that defense player of the year award, I would. One hundred percent, one hundred
2: percent. Yeah, so, yeah I, I love Michael Parsons to death, but right. it's it's Nick you, Bosa.
1: You literally have the defense player of the year. The I'm talking NFL. I know they give out in both you know conferences, but Nick Bosa. I think if you asked all 32 teams, it'd be Nick Bosa. And I think if you asked all 32 teams, Justin Jefferson would probably win offense player of the year for Minnesota. Um, so it's. You have the best defensive and the best offensive player, and neither one of us picked one of them to be the be the add-in on the Cowboys playoff team, which is kind of insane.
2: Yep. It's just the way it goes.
1: We talk about, you know, again, you mentioned those top seven teams, and you mentioned, you know, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Philly, 49ers, Cowboys. I, I feel like for most of the season, the talk was surrounded about how the AFC probably had the Super Bowl winner in the conference. But, damn, there's a lot of good football players in the NFC. Yeah. I mean, I know that's not a hot take by any means, but when you just kind of take a look at these rosters, you go, Jesus. You know, you got your you got your Lane Johnsons. You got your Trent Williams. You got your Andrew Thomases. You got your great receivers. You got your great defenders. And then you kind of look at that Chiefs roster and you go, you got Patrick Mahomes. You got, you know, the Bills got talent on it. Cincinnati's got talent on it. But some of those AFC teams, they're very – quarterback driven for the most part.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that that's the biggest difference between the two conferences. I mean, when you look at the NFC, I I don't think many people would say that Dak Prescott is a top five quarterback, but he might be the best quarterback in the NFC. Just because there isn't just who else would it be? Tom Brady's washed to a point. I I don't want to jinx the Cowboys there, Um, but he has not played well this year. Um, Gino has been fantastic, but he's not Dak Prescott. Like
1: that slowed I, off kind of as the season.
2: Yeah, I I legitimately think Dak is probably the best quarterback in the NFC, and when you have the best quarterback in the NFC, you have a lot. Now, I'm a bigger fan of of Jalen Hurts than a lot of people, and and I think that his legs give you a massive massive advantage offensively. Um, but but I still think Dak is a, a better quarterback, and I think at the end of the day, I, I would take that. Consistency over the legs.
1: So you said something. You said you wouldn't say that Dak, and I know we've we've talked about this so many times. This is what we'll kind of close with, but you just said you wouldn't say that Dak is a top five quarterback, which I I feel like I feel like you're closer to that than maybe you let on, but the best quarterback in the NFC. So that leaves Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Who's the fifth?
2: Uh, wait, sorry. Um, hold on. Let me look at the teams real quick. Uh, you have,
1: yeah, Herbert, Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. Man, where did all the quarterbacks go? He, he, I mean, like you said, like, I, I'm not going to kill anybody for putting Jalen Hurts in that spot after the year he's had. Um, I mean, again, I think you put Jalen Hurts in the Cowboys' yeah, I offense. You're I, and gonna,
2: when I, yeah. And when I looked, when I had it preseason, I had Dak Prescott as my seventh-ranked quarterback in the NFL. Seventh.
1: Well, you might have had now Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady in there. And...
2: uh Rodgers. Yeah, Rodgers was definitely up there. Yeah, was Rodgers was definitely up there. honestly, I, I still think Aaron Rodgers is really good. He just had a little bit of a down year because it took a while right. for them to figure offense out
1: rogers brady and russell wilson were probably the three that were you know slotted ahead of him at the at no, the... sir
2: russ russ was russ was already out of my top 10 well i'm, I'm, I'm with, I'm with you
1: one. i'm with you but i know people you know a lot of people weren't yeah, weren't yeah, 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 yeah. i got
2: you yeah
1: <laughs> so th- i mean that's the conversation i have with people all the time it's like go list you know people say oh he's he's top 10 but he's not top eight and I'm like all right well you're then calling them the ninth or tenth best quarterback and I'm like if somebody can just name me seven eight or nine quarterbacks better than Dak I will I don't know what I'll do but I'll sure you can own me whatever you want to do but it's just I mean you I guess somebody could put Lamar fifth. You know, he's been banged up. He hasn't really played much this year. And at times Yeah, that's that's kinda him.
2: why I that's kind of why I stuck away from, from Lamar. Yeah. Um just because of the injury. But um I mean like the the thing is as a passer, there's no question Dak Prescott is better. You. Yeah. So yeah.
1: yeah. I'm with you. Like I said, it's it's uh a lot closer to that one spot. I mean, again, he's not Patrick Mahomes. Anybody who compares him to Patrick Mahomes is a moron. Patrick Mahomes in a league of his own, but he's, he's much closer into that tier of those two, three, fours than he is the nine, 10, 11s that I think people want to.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: So, all right, well, that was fun. Like I said, the last thing I wanted to do is get on here and talk about the Washington commanders after having Tennessee last week and, Having to sit down and watch some of that Washington game today, and watch that offense try to just do anything remotely close to successful it was brutal, and I did not want to talk about it at all. So, but the Cowboys do have a shot at number one, number two. They're locked in at number five. They can't get any worse than number five, but they have a way of getting the number one seed. It's a very, very low. Uh, Philly would have to lose. San Francisco would have to lose, um, and they would have to win. Yeah, they'd have to win, and wouldn't Minnesota have to lose too, or would they? No, Minnesota lost last week,
2: yeah. uh, and it wouldn't matter because Dallas had the Dallas had the tiebreaker.
1: Yeah, so Philly would have to lose, San Francisco would have to lose, um, for them to get number one seed, and then to get number two, Philly would have to lose, Dallas would have to win, and then San Francisco would obviously Francisco. win to finish the second yeah. seed. So. Um I would I would rather
2: be the I would rather be the fifth seed than the second seed. I think I would no. too.
1: I mean they, they do play well at home. They've played really well at home this year. Yeah. That's the one thing, but would you rather be the all right, close it with this? Would you would I would you rather, rather
2: be on the road against Tom Brady than at home against Aaron Rodgers?
1: Yes. Would you rather be the first seed or the fifth seed?
2: First, 100%. percent Okay. All right, that's good. I'm taking I'm taking the bye and home field yeah. over anything.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, just make sure you you weren't totally yep. off the rocker. All right, Dalton, great. Let everybody know everything, find everything, find your work. And um, I'm sure we'll be talking again soon as this draft season rolls around and as the playoffs come to an end. Yeah,
2: you can find me uh, pretty much everywhere at Dalton B. Miller. Um, And that's about it. Look look at Pro Football Network. Pay my salary, please.
1: (laughs) There it is, boys and girls. Dalton Miller, Pro Football Network. Dalton, thank you for coming on. Thank everyone for listening. This is Talking Star Podcast. And the next time we'll be on will be playoff week. So uh, let's, let's root for another Cowboys dub. Let's root for some good luck to go their way. Maybe they can end up with that number one seed. That would be, I think they have a, currently have a 1% chance of getting the number one seed, but you're telling me there's a chance. So we'll be back next week as we prep, hopefully for a bye week, but more than likely a playoff game with take bay we see you then